The man has only one look for Christ's sake. Blue steel, Ferrari, Latigra, they're the same face. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. All right, guys, welcome to episode three of the Crazy Pills podcast. And today what I want to talk about is um, kind of like the artificial standard. Well, not artificial, this is there for a reason, right? But the standard um, kind of in any in industry or how we measure progress in life. And then also this timeline that we're constantly measuring progress in, right? So like if I'm a, um, you know, you know it's, it's common for women, right? To feel like they have to be married by a certain age or have kids by a certain age, like things like that. Okay, so you look in the background, what I have is um, my, BMI, my body mass index um, in Japan, right? So I'm 6'2", 202 pounds. And then depend, it, it varies a little bit, right? Uh, depending on which one they use. But in Japan, my BMI, uh, I would be considered either overweight or obese. Now, obviously, if you know me, you know, that's pretty ridiculous, but that's just how they measure it, right? And then when you start kind of like thinking back, um, uh, you know, when you're in high school, how much emphasis we place on the SATs or what your GPA was in high school, right? And it was like an important thing for those of you um, that cared about that, you know, because it matters how much you get into college or uh, where you graduated college from, like what your degree is in. You know, like right now, does it really that matter to you that much um, where you graduated college? Whereas you're listening to me talk, does it matter that much to you what my degree was in, right? But it seems very, very important at the time, right? So like, where do we get that from, right? And, and, uh, you know, I talk about this weekly, right? Basically what it is, is the cultural field, right? And um, when you're going against the cultural field, you're finding millions of years of uh, evolutionary instinct because for the most part, there's a consensus or majority where we agree upon something. Uh, so it started, it's cool to start seeing it for what it is because you can almost like ride the wave and still use it, right? So if it's important for you to make a certain amount of money, um, in a career field, it's good to have that gauge and use the measure and to motivate yourself. It's just, when it doesn't serve you, you don't have to actually buy into it and let it control your life, right? So I obviously, I own a gym. Uh, in my gym, there's this body weight machine. It's called M-Body, right? So when you measure it, it's, it spits out a bunch of stuff, but like three main numbers. One is the body weight. Second is the skeletal muscle mass. So skeletal muscle, I think it's when you're working out the muscles you want to build, the muscles that move your body, as opposed to like smooth muscles, right? Which it's like your heart, basically the stuff that you don't have control over. Um, and then the third number it gives is your body fat percentage, right? So here's your total weight. And then within that weight, here's your body composition. So it's very often that I'll have a, a woman who gets on the scale and then logically they know that the first number isn't that important because it doesn't reflect the actual body composition, right? But so there's an emotional attachment and then they see a number that's higher than what they think it should be, they get upset, okay? And uh, you would actually be doing them a disservice if you try to logically tell them why it's not important. Like that's not um, why it, it shouldn't matter, right? Because logically they know, they know, everyone knows, but we still feel that because what's actually affecting you is one, there's a cultural feel that's actually impacting us. And when we see it for what it is, it's really weak, but we're not conscious of it, it feels really, really strong, right? And then second, there's an emotional attachment. So uh, a, a question I commonly ask a woman is, 
okay, so when you see that number, right, and it's higher than what it should be, what theme or what emotion does it actually uh, mean, right? Does it, is it more like guilt? Is it shame? Is it failure, right? And then that's a different kind of question, right? Because there, there's literally a, a, an emotional association with that number. And uh, until people can really feel what's there right now, right? Not making it up. It's so like, hey, look, if it's guilt, okay, just really feel, wow, right now I'm feeling guilt because the number is higher than it should be. They have no access to actually um, claiming something else, right? Uh, and that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of like the, how self-development works, um, right? To be able to start, you have to actually acknowledge and be present to what's there right now, or else you have no cha uh, chance to shift it, right? Um, and then especially, and it's again, you know, this is the part where it's typically easier for women, tougher for men. Let's just say something happens and the f emotional association is guilt, right? Just acknowledge and be with that you feel guilty right now, right? Notice you have thoughts, right? You can actually acknowledge and really, really feel into the emotions. And like a, um, one of my good friends, uh, Dominic, and also like, you know, mentor Donnie, uh, one of their favorite quotes is that you gotta feel it to heal it, right? If you can't actually emotionally move what's actually there, it doesn't matter how logical it's gonna be, you're, you're not gonna feel any better. Uh, it's the same for uh, people that get, say like they're in a relationship and someone, um, someone breaks up with them, right? Or uh, for people that feel like they, you know, like they should have been doing this with their life, with this job by now, right? Instead of telling themselves to feel better, which does sound good and might temporarily provide some relief, but that actually comes back. Whereas when you can actually just feel, wow, right now the scale says I'm 132 pounds and I feel like I should be 115, right? So 132, right now I feel like a failure, okay? And then just actually really, really experience that that would actually allow the person to one, fully experience what's there right now, acknowledge it for what it is, and have a chance to actually decouple from that standard. That really doesn't really make any sense, right? Like, you know, like the BMI that says I'm obese or overweight, right? Now, the thing I actually really wanted to bring up is we're actually measured by a timeline. Okay, so. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, right? It's very, very common. Um, you know, you know, like you see, like women, uh, they have this timeline where by <clears throat> 22, they should be with someone serious, right? That they know they're going to spend the rest of their life with. By 25, they should have, they should be married. By 26, 27, they should have their first kid. And this timeline really, really grips them. And then, like when you're measured against that timeline, um, you feel. Like you're, you feel, again, like it's like, okay, you feel like everything's like going, okay, you match the timeline. If you don't, then somehow those emotions come in, right? Which is pretty, pretty ridiculous when you think about it. And also just to notice how much the timeline has changed, different cultures around the world, uh, they measure the timeline differently. Like for example, um, I used to be in the Air Force. When I was in the Air Force, and I actually noticed this having an effect on me. Everyone was getting married um, again, a lot of people were getting married by the age of like 22 or 23, right? And uh, I got in the Air Force actually when I was 23. I'm looking around like everyone's married. I'm like, man, like, 
what's going on now you know average age of uh, marriage is a little bit older in the civilian world than us but in the military it's a little bit younger and uh, part of the reason one there's a culture of that two um they incentivize it because one you get paid more and also if you get married to someone then you know you get put uh you get sent to a new uh base like every usually like three or four years if you're married they have to send you together right whereas when you don't let's say you're in a serious relationship uh, you know, you're not officially married, you don't get sent together, right? So there was also incentives um, to do stuff like that. So it was, there was just a culture of getting married earlier. And then measured against that, I felt like I was off schedule, off time, right? So something to look at, something to think about, because when we feel like we're not enough, like, wow, like, you know, I just feel like I'm not enough, like I'm, I'm failing or shame, guilt, whatever that emotion is, right? It's usually because we're measuring against the timeline. Right. And then there's uh, different areas of life that we could break it down into. Right. There's uh, relationship and intimacy. That's an area of life. Business and finance. That's an area of life. There's your body sense uh, or like healing. That's an area of life. And then the fourth one is um, how you're showing up in the world. Right. Like how are you actually making an impact or difference in the world? And that's an area of life. And it's good to feel the not enough, what we'll call like a not enoughness in that area, uh, because that actually builds a hunger. It has you go search and look for more things. But what's really, really cool to actually be able to see it for what it is, is right now if you feel like you're not enough, or you just feel like something's off, and say relationship intimacy, how is your experience of time or timeline in that area, right? And it could be a feeling. Uh, if you close your eyes, like you kind of like try to experience like, what's, how does time feel for you? Like, where's the future? Where's the present? Where's the past? It could actually be like a solid structure where you could even be like moving, right? So now that concept of time, one, you can experience it for how you actually experience it. You can kind of just see it for what it is and just, just noticing and being able to acknowledge, be, be aware, acknowledge and accept your experience of time all of a sudden it the it could be the same life situation but how it occurs could be a so lot so this this like cultural field is all over the place and you know i'm reiterating the same point but i'm just like to point out all the different areas of life right i remember in college uh, i felt very strongly that i had to choose a respectable major right and uh, i started out as an engineer and then i think after a semester um because those are the same prereqs anyways uh, i switched over to physics and specifically it was astrophysics right because because uh, it was hard and uh, I ended up doing I think like two and a half years almost three years of that I think I'm one class away from getting a minor actually uh, never ended up doing it but for those two and a half years I didn't really like it there wasn't a lot of upside but I felt like I had to stick with because one changing my major again uh, that's what quitters do uh, and then also um, also, you know, if it's not a respectable major, then I feel like I'm, I'm some kind of like a failure, right? Like looking back now, uh, how do you know as like an 18 year old kid, what really like, which direction, which general area is really for you, right? Like it, it, you almost have to go try it out and then get a feel for it. And then almost like just, and then explore a few just to actually get a um, good feel of what's probably like more suitable for your personality and what you're passionate at, what you're good at. Right, but we just don't know this at the time, right? So, uh, 
that's just like one example of like kind of like this cultural influence. And obviously, you know, being Chinese, uh, uh, there was like a strong timeline for uh, having to have a family, right? So not only do you uh, meet someone, you're prefer preferably Asian, and then you get married, but then you have a certain amount of kids by a certain time, right? And then like having a family for your parents, that's a strong uh, cultural influence that I noticed, right? So. Um, whatever your career field is, or maybe like uh, personal life, you can actually start analyzing, hey, what's the standard that I'm measuring by myself by? And then what timeline am I measuring myself by? And just kind of experience and see the timeline for what it is, right? And uh, I will like uh, end with this. Uh, for those of you who are watching, you could probably look back and experience. Once you actually hit the timeline or you accomplish something uh, at a, by, at least by that, field standard is a high level then you'll actually start getting this feeling of like it didn't work or like okay it was kind of cool it didn't really work right so like for me i have a couple um one uh when i was in my early 20s i actually ended up uh making a lot of money for other for someone my age and and uh you know thinking how somehow that's going to make me happy uh or uh, or i feel like i made it right Whereas like, you know, my story when I was a lot younger back then, it was a lot more about proving myself. So even when I did it, I never actually felt like it was enough, right? Like I made it. Or uh, I think like the lowest I ever got my body fat down to was like the low fives, right? Or at least some fitness. I'm, I'm definitely not in the best shape, but by society standards, I'm in very, very good shape, right? And all those things, it's cool, it's nice. And like when I accomplish it, I'm pleased, but it doesn't actually work because the standard of the cultural field or hitting the timeline never actually really brings true joy, okay? And it's one of those where like, you know, you hear money doesn't buy you happiness, right? Like, okay, tell me that when I have a bunch of money, right? So a lot of times you have to actually accomplish it to then actually get that it didn't work, but um, it really it really doesn't. And, you know, part of the um, joys of life uh, is to actually almost be able to see these like artificial timelines or uh, standards for what it is and they get to choose something that really actually brings you joy and being able to uh, separate from that. So I would like to, you know, to, to end off with this, you know, look in one of your areas of your life, you know, homework or uh, fun exercise, if you will, which area right now do you feel like there's the biggest gap or uh, where you feel like the most not enoughness, right? Is it business and finance? Is it relationship intimacy? Is it a uh, body sense and healing? Or is it, you know, you showing up as a person where that you can actually really make an impact in the world or uh, allow other people to make an impact, right? And then in that area, what's the standard that you feel like you have to measure up to? Or what's your experience of time in that area, right? Um, if you uh, if I ask you where the future is in that area, what's your experience of it? Where's the past? the show up as like an image is more like a feeling. What's the experience of time in that area? Um, and just, just kind of noticing that, right? And that's really being able to uh, bring awareness to this because once you see it for what it is, it's very weak, it doesn't have influence on you. But when you don't, that feels like it's a real thing, right? Like if I grew up in Japan um, and I have some kind of hang up about um, being skinny, right? Or, or being, fit in, fitting in like physically, and then I get this BMI number that says I'm obese or overweight, 
I don't actually really get it from what it is, even from an emotional standpoint, that's a very, very like challenging way to live. All right. So hopefully you guys got something out of that. Thank you for watching and I will talk to you guys again next time. Friends to you, don't waste your time. Here's why.